0: such as Neo-Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.
1: Welcome everyone to Neo-Reality Collective Reviews. And this time we're going to dive into the first issue of Immortal X-Men as part of the launching phase of the Destiny of X, or Destiny of Ten, or whatever. So this book is written by Kieran Gillian and with art by Lucas Rennick, with cover artwork done by the legendary Mark Brooks, because his artwork is awesome and therefore he's the best person for the Shakespearean tragedy that will no doubt be this event. And this will be about the Quiet Council, the the inter- inter-politics of the Immortal X-Men of the Quiet Council, as the first issue will open up with the explosive dynamic event known as Magneto Stepping Down. So naturally, you know this is going to end really, really, really well. Yeah, it, probably not. But, yeah. Gary Duggan's currently doing X-Men... And just, and Kip and Gillian spoke that to say, the best way to describe this in Hickmanian, Hickmanian idiom, this is basically the new Avengers against Gary Duggan's Avengers. So what was the Quiet Council doing is the new Avenger stuff, so you know it's all going to go horribly wrong. Whereas the X-Men are being the heroics, and the Quiet Council are doing all the dark stuff. Even though in the X-Men, they kind of did some dark stuff, like... <laughs> erase the memory, erase the mind, and manipulate and break someone's mind who's very friends with the X-Men and Scott Summers. So the bridge, secret resurrection is kept quiet. Yeah, that, that was... Yeah, that, that was dark. Uh, our heroes, everybody! <laughs> but yeah, the Quiet Council is ready for drama and great chaos, and... The, the cover artwork is beautiful. It's the Last Supper homage cover, and this is the standard cover featuring all these different characters interacting off each other with no Jesus involved in the center, but uh, I'm pretty sure Exodus would probably say something about that if that was the case, but it's revealed that the person who's clearly Judas is Mr. Sinister, who is wacky in his own hilarious ways. And he's actually the opening character of this issue, so let's not waste any time. After this ad break, you will see my reviews and thoughts, and as we read through it, Immortal X-Men number one. Take care. Let's dig right into Immortal X-Men number one. We cut to Paris in 1919. Mr. Sinister! Oh, he's acting all gentlemanly, whistling a tune while reading the Daily Tribune, only in Paris, with talking about the end of the Great World War, or known as the War to End All Wars, a peace for all time. Well, we all know that's gonna end very badly. But then we see someone stop up here before Nathaniel Essex, saying, can you please stop that insistent whistling, Essex? So, um... Sees this person invented political correctness. And Mr. Citizen reveals that, yep, this is in fact, Destiny, Irene. Don't you like it, I- Alder. Er, I always found it most stirring. Dun dun dun! dun. It was on my mind. Do you know it's 20 years to the day since it's debated? I was there. Yes, said James Hall. I was too. I had a fit. That was you? Oh, I remember the opening night variation, then foaming at the mouth and twitching limbs. I thought I was an average weak woman overcome with emotion. Everything oh, 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 oh. In about 20 years, I'm going to work with the Nazis. <laughs> oh, I could never understand how such hysterical melodrama could be prompted by such a lovely piece of music. Whatever was it about mister Elder's Nimrod that so disturbed you, I mean? Jeez, do you think it might be the name? And then destiny the would be the futurely known as Destiny decides to go haul Youngbloods disease on us and says a war is coming. Speaking cryptically. Of course a war is coming. This peace will last, but we must choose our side if you want my advice, if we to choose, why choose anything other than the winning side? <laughs> yes, I will certainly be choosing the winning side. That's why the Nazis won World War II and conquered the Earth. Earth and everyone was miserable in the Marvel Universe for another 50 years. And if you actually believe that in the comics happening, I wouldn't be surprised. Then also, I got some bridges to sell to you. And Irene decides to say. Reason why she would not choose the winning side is ethics. I must stress, this is the same woman that told Mystique decades before it would happen that, oh, uh, by the way, if there's an island nation that's gonna form after Genosha and Utopia and they don't bring me back, I want you to, like, you know, burn it all down and destroy the last hope for mutant kind. I'm kind of petty like that. So yeah, the moral high ground is not to be discussed here. But I am not here to discuss philosophy with a sophisticated like you. I came here to tell you something. You will change everything. I know you're an evil man, but I fear that our fates are joined together. And whether we end up on the winning one or not, I think we need to be on the same side. As she looks at him with her young blood's disease, listen. And she whispers something to Nathaniel Essex's ear, and then you and then Nathaniel S6 who later be knows because the sinister realizes Oh god damn it, I'm on a park bench, aren't I? This is gonna end badly. And his eyes widen, he also suffers from blood's disease before his eyes turn to blood red. And he starts choking and bleeding black goo out of his mouth and nose and out of his eyes. So, um Irene somehow kills someone with her forensic part precognition. Uh, that must have been a day. Yorikos, Yorikos, Yorikos,
0: Yorikos.
1: Were you expecting that? I, no, I wasn't. Honestly, I expected him to go all jovial and dance around like that. That in itself is a surprise, though I suppose I could have expected it. Oh yeah, you just casually murdered a man inadvertently with your precognition somehow. What did you tell him? Raven? Do you trust me? Oh, it's Mystique from the past. And she wants to dress less revealing than she usually does. If every part of this world succumbed to dust, the last thing remaining would be my trust in you. What we have is immortal. Thank you. And I beg you, don't ask again. I will tell you if you ever need to know. And we must hope that it never comes to that. As they casually walk off into the bright lights of Paris, all while leaving Mr. Sinister's bloody corpse on the ground. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be pissed about that later on in life. So, yeah, hated, feared forever. The the nation of Kirkoa was founded under the idea of mutant sovereignty as governed by a collective governed by a collective known as the Quiet Council. All the time, the Council members have come and gone, but the recent addition of destiny to the Council promises to test the foundations of Kirkoa like nothing else before. At all, with Kirkoa now firmly established in the world and galactically, it's becoming more and more clear that each Council member has their own agenda, starring the Autumn Council, the Summer Council, the Spring Council, the Winter... S- Season. Also with Mr. Sinister and Exodus being dramatic, and their obvious bromance. Part 1. The Left Hand. Oh no. The Left Hand. No. <laughs> Meanwhile in Krakoa's present, and we get some narration for an ever loving guy Sinister. Krikoa, oh Krakoa, the city on the hill. Oh brave New World Utopia, fresh summer remix. I'll give them this. It's better than the last time the viewers thought an island utopia. But that was a dingy rock wobble- lobbed into the sea. Slap my wrist, bad me. Not the mutants. Us mutants. Anyway, I'm not there right now. What kind of fool would I be to put my secretest of secret labs where so I can just find it? Imagine someone wandering in and going, "Why well, no Essex? Whatever are all those clothes for?" What can I say? Evil schemes, my dear boy. Evil schemes. As we see, a cat and turtle with Mr. Simpsons' trademark gemstone, and the kitty has Cyclops' goggles. Is it kind of weird that I kind of want to know what the hell he did to that cat? gene activated, and let's see how it's holding up. Good, good. Intense genetic frag. I'd say a couple of dozen of iterations at least. The teleroons are utterly pumped, but the proof is in the brain pudding. Give it a database. As we see, Technobabble logic, 25 logs. Hmm. It's no surprise, you're looking tired. So, I'm 26. So, what do my messages in the bottle tell me? What's in my today's schedule today? Oh, me, oh, my. Today is a red letter day. I must remember to am surprised. Meanwhile, at the Quiet Council, I have an announcement. I will be stepping down from the Council and retiring to our action. I mean, like, I'll probably be back in about like, six months, and then I'll probably be battling the Eternals, but that's a different subject. So, if you all need me, I'm going to the X-Men Red Books and hanging out over there. There we are, and as I was expecting it, I have a chance to observe my prey, I mean, peers' responses. It's a shame Xavier wears the cerebral helmet now, otherwise I get to savour the despair his eyes. He knew this was coming, or at least feared it. For a man with his telepathic gifts to ever be surprised by anything, just speaks of his cowardice. My mm-hmm. was speaking directly at Xavier. They and Moira the had a plan for salvation for mankind, and they fear it is going awry. They've gone, they're wrong. It's going exactly as planned. But theirs is an amateur's mistake, thinking their plan was the plan. Yes, I will be conniving as Darth Sidious, and I will definitely not have a book that has me foreshadowed to be sentenced to the pit. <laughs> Wait. Emma Frost is just jubilant. When she discovered the true extent of Eric and Professor schemes, she was incandescent with rage. She's focused entirely on the council now. She's had enough of useless men. Speaking of the useless devil man, Sean smokes, amused, likely thinking that I'm either the hell by a corporation's bottom line or Emma's bottom. Still, it under Emma's Emma Frost's thumb now, and her most reliable, if not trustworthy, the ally. Obviously, Kate, the is more trustworthy, but she's also more ethical. Uh, who cares about ethicalness? I built a destruction of machines! Unless oh, she's praying the marauders, which I definitely did not rant about in Hellions. She won't realize how bad these are on the council until it's too late. Exodus, the nose curls in contempt as he stumbles away. He's adding my year's name to whatever list of bids i am on. He dispersed me for many reasons, but I th- but that I electively became a mutant is seriously blunt makes me, in a very literal way, blasphemous. Religious nut, hugely powerful, citizen secret? I am petrified of him. But I am also for citizen secret number two. Me and him have an obvious bromance going, and it's going great. Oro, the goddess, looks less surprised. She knew as monarch of Mars, Magneto broached with his move her. He doesn't like me either, fair enough. I used to be a huge racist. I surgically exercised that bit of my personality. Yes, just as I surgically exercised my personality of being a Nazi. Don't let any prejudice distort how you view the world, it weakens you. All beings uh, that be are lesser. Why differentiate? I'm not questioning sure why this potato farmer is on the council, probably because he's a good man, a ballast against the bad boys like yours truly. Except, get this? Colossus has been compromised by some naughty Russians, complete mind control, no one knows yet, except me, I as I am, oh so clever, I definitely should just tell them, but I have an agenda here, so clearly I'm not gonna say anything, meanwhile, also fun, filed under, what of is he here, Nikol is mainly working on his definitely not a religion while being definitely not a cop with his best the definitely not a huge danger with a terrible haircut, Legion such as I isn't on the game being too busy doing the equivalent of raging sitting in the chapel of the Titanic. Conversely his mother Mystique is as, well as very much a player and also holds a huge grudge, grudge against Eric and Exemia. Eric and Exemia said they only bring her wife back to on the grave as she did certain things but were just strugging her along. The nooses was a cut peacock and that's the one thing Moira wouldn't have about. Her rifle remained a necessary corpse in the foundations of the Utopia. But now she's back on the council, my acquaintance of over a century, Destiny, Irene Elder, scientist, seer, sapphist, looking right at me, waiting. Exorcised for Too much? Was that too much? I think that was too much. Eric, I hoped you would reconsider now. It is done. I think with recent events, it is better that I retreat for some time. And by that, I'm probably going to be tortured and warped mentally and with body deep re- body mismorphization by some Martian on Mars. I have done what I can as a counselor. I like can sit up and elsewhere. He <laughs> the cause once more. Or once more. Eric and Charles have been playing a super power game. Can we be sure this is not yet more performance? Emma Frost speaks indignantly. I think that as Eric is stepping down, it should be instantaneous. He should have no hand in the selection of his successor. I have given everything for mutant kind, yet you're quitting. This is suspicious. You've given up on your chance to define your legacy. Your legacy is deceiving this council. All in favor of Magneto being relieved of his duties immediately. The new power bulks are clear. Anti-Magneto. Emma, Exodus, Mystique, Destiny, Shaw, Kate, Myself. Pro-Magneto. Magneto! Magneto, Obviously. Xavier, Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawler, and so... No vote for poor Eric. Poor Eric. (laughs) Magneto walks away, putting his helmet back on. I will be more at home among the Iraqis understand that there, if they come for you with a knife, it will be from the front. Oh, save the Cell paid this is your doing. You thought you knew better than your fellow mutants. We are all homo superior. Save us from the men who think themselves superior. Yes, Emma's angry. She's even got a good reason why. Sinister also has everyone's secrets. So, yeah, Sinister knows about the. So, um, yeah. Besides the stuff that's known to all Nirans in the Quiet Council, such as the partnership with Mordra and the drugs, um, yeah. Yeah, it turns out that uh, he also knows about the deal with going on between Mora, Xavier, and Magneto against Destiny. Uh,. How Doug Ramsey and Warlock have integrated with the living island of and we're always aware of Mura and prevented the death. And he also knows that the radical organization of Arcus is under the control of an Omega set. No, and they are using Arcus to prevent that from happening. They don't care about humans at all. Yeah, he still doesn't know that mutants are mortal, And also knows that the X-Men have wiped the brakes of, the, of a human report to prevent the secret mutant resurrection coming out because our heroes suck. Oh, and also, this is just how you think. Agent Abigail Brand is collaborating with Orcus. And what is secret she didn't want anyone to know? We always lose. I know that personally. So we cut away and we get to the nomination, to the interviews, to discuss who would be selected for nomination of the Quiet Council. To replace Magneto. Well, I'll speak, and we get Agel. While our species' attention has turned to other worlds, it hasn't changed the fact that we're here on Earth sharing it with humans, and X Corp is on the front lines with that. Plus, from a PR perspective, the an actual angel is comforting optics. Then <laughs> we get current X Men nominee, Monet, aka Penance, saying, I don't really want the job, but I would do better than Warren. So, if you're seriously thinking about giving it to him, You should just give it to me. Gorgon goes ahead and offers his petition as a simple... me. Okay. And we get Vulcan. Let's be honest, I ruled an actual space empire. I'm overqualified. And we get Orcus spy Abigail Brand. Yes, I said I would just join Krakoa, but a seat could convince me. You know who I am and what I can do. You're working on a galactic scale now. This is a game I've been playing my all my life. You play my way, you can actually win. And by win, I mean I'm going to kill everybody on this island and take over for myself. Except for Storm, because she's awesome. And we get the ever-loving, destructive madman known as Beast these days. We've been heading x to and doing the work of the Council needs done. We've lost Magneto. Magneto, you don't need a soft hat be sung with a precision, intelligence, and bonus bountiful blue fur. Now, in this PowerPoint, I will present my logical deduction that will no doubt <laughs> sway people to not select me. So uh, Beast leaves while Kitty Prime kind of mocks him. Hank used to be fun, remember that, before all the Black Ops, before he dated Bran? And I could t- barely tell him and her apart. I don't think if we selected either, the one we didn't pick would assassinate the other. Was that a bad breakup? Does anyone know? I do. But he does. Sinister doesn't know. <laughs> Explain what? They're both completely unethical. I don't trust either of them on the council. So, hear, here Being untrustworthy is my job. Isaac. Oh, I'm sorry. That's our job. Plenty of unethical to grow around. How about Legion? He hasn't volunteered, but I could talk him to... to him. No. I wish it was otherwise, but he's still so unstable. We cannot risk it. I broached the matter again with Namor. Once more, no. I think it's mostly ego to join someone who is strong without him diminishes his own status. Hmm. The Iraqi? A stranger may, in some way, be better. An outside perspective. No, I talked with a few of them. They were not interested taking a seat having to fight for a scene an insult to them. In time, perhaps, there will be a better understanding between us. So Kate offers a suggestion. I mean, if we're hitting at people who turned it down before, the there's someone standing right here. Doug, you interested? We're not. We think it will compromise everything. Yes, you are correct to assume that is a meaningful we. Hmm. I can't help but think there's someone better for us. If we're to like, elite council, let's be elite. Nothing but the best for the quiet council. A.K.A. Beat Elite. Beat Be Elite. Beat Elite. Beat Be Elite. Super Kipa! Actually, I can imagine Mr. Santa singing that song. Sometimes it's hard not to rub it in too thick. Meanwhile, I shall have a t-shirt made i know things you don't know so we cut to the five doing our daily resurrections welcome back hope summer brings back someone and can we take five i need to uh i need to pee okay pee break say so everyone back here and the Exodus arrives <clears throat> i would be honored if you would walk with me there's a matter i would wish to broach messiah Oh God, he sees her as the Messiah. That's definitely not going to end badly. Please don't call me that. Whatever you wish. Ah, I can hear the gap at the end of the sentence. You're still calling me the Messiah internally. I am a mutant of faith. I have that faith in you, and you cannot prevent that. You coming rekindled, your coming rekindled the first city of mutants. The Holy Spirit came upon you. The Phoenix! The Burning Space Bird came upon me. There's no need to get religious. The Nazarene mutant inspired a church among the humans by raising a couple from the dead. I just watched you beat that in less than five in the last five minutes. And now you have given us an actual heaven. They don't like using that word. The waiting room is just a backup. Yes, which is a caroling word for heaven. They don't like seeing heaven as it scares them with its honesty. Enough of the acolyte stuff and cut to the chase. What do you want from me? Exodus smiles. So, Leonard Frost talks. Call me an idealist, but I'm not quite sure that a vampire queen is what we're looking for when replacing Maido. You think you're replacing Maido is your real problem? You lost Apocalypse, who filled his seat, but didn't replace him. Destiny's gift is mighty indeed. She is committed to the cause. This, we cannot doubt. But she does not replace Apocalypse. Selena gives her, it gives her pitch reading. I offer skills that none of you have. No one in this room knows magic. Kakar has borders with mystical realms. Expertise there is what Apocalypse gave. Him. I know far more mag- of magic than he ever did. You are vulnerable, all to of the grimoire, and a bad attitude. Look at the giant magical beasts the ex-pretender threw at us. She solved that problem, not you. Yeah, something that she inadvertently created because Hope decided to take initiative on her own. Then the Kuk- is the Kokoi mission. The five are at work. How long until all of Genosha is brought back? A decade or so for those 16 million souls? Maybe more? I brought back Genosha in a day. You brought them back as zombies. Kate, P- Kate goes ahead and discusses they weren't but that doesn't matter I did it Perhaps my knowledge can improve the five circuit Since there's only one in this councilor's libraries of genes you may fear me but I could be at least be as useful as the palt ghoul Maybe you she could be back within a year if I helped most of all you stand at the edge of eternity you've just joined your fellow externals as mortals I've been here there and can show you the way. I will join you as all mankind joins me. Wait for it. It? Wait for it? Yeah, that sounds like a good pitch, but it needs to be me. Yeah, Selena is naturally pissed. Hope you're not invited to the session. We can arrange the time for- Yeah, I know, but I think we could cut to the chase. It has to be me. Don't you have things to be doing, child? Like resurrecting everyone. We do and we will. All the Five have worked their asses off on this. It's been our whole lives. But there's been enough stuff going on which the Five aren't sure about. I've been a good soldier for a year now, and the good soldier has lost a little faith. We all have. The Five are what this whole island rests on. If we're not being heard, and are worried about what's going on, that's a real problem. So, if we lock the Five on it, the Five needs to have a representation on the Council. We want it. Or you could just get two, make two seats out of this and then make more elections. If I'm the one who hears and or else here, I swear I do. Maybe, but it's more than that. I know it's weird, but all the the love us. They know what we do, I'm embarrassed by it even. How much they look up to us. I don't think that people hearing I was refused to go in to make the council popular it's not really an ultimate. I just don't see any other option. Selena, thanks for your time. The council will discuss this matter, and if we can play the game, the girl talks about sacrifice. The external gate that reached Arako, apocalypse made it from the bones of my fellow unaging externals. The only reason the Iraqi were here is because of the murder of my peers. Think of the destruction of the gate gate just went away. And yes, Sinister, you hear and or else. She's bluffing, but I admire her style. And the cape. I love that cape. Yes, I will go ahead and compete with that guy from world. Oh, for the throne of the capes. Hmm, Nightcrawler goes ahead and ponders. How seriously should we take that? I wouldn't worry too much. I'll offer her some kind of deal to save base. She hasn't the power. She really doesn't. I need to be careful about this. There's a part of me that loves letting everyone know that I'm the smartest person in the room. Why I also know the smart thing to do is not let people know you're the smartest person in the room. I think hope has us. I used to be scared of her. Why? I was wrong. I think she'll be a lovely addition to our little club. And oh so gently, Emma starts the debate. There's a power game, Exodus is pushing for hope. The hellfire votes would be pro as Exodus has struck a deal. Destiny and Mystique will also be pro, because they inexplicably owe hope for bringing destiny back. The rest will vote against, either out of loyalty to Xavier or just wanting to consider the various candidates more closely. I'll join them to distance myself from the various disasters that hope being on the council will precipitate. Um, spoilers. If this is how the moon feels, shall we immediately accept hope, or should we continue the debate for the candidates further? Excellent. Here we go. Nope? No. Yes. Yes. Nate? No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. Crap. No. Why did I just burn all of her DNA? Does she know that I know? No. Oh, crap. I, I need help on the council. Way. time out yes no, sister I'm sorry I've been thinking about this and I want to change my vote give the good a chance spirit of you fresh blood and Yes, a very definite yes very well where were we yes yes and unless sinister was to flip-flop again that's six to five in favor don't look at destiny don't look at destiny don't give anything away we'll find out you live you learn that that's the kind of point living is impishism Hope takes the off seat. I'll inform Selena. Meanwhile, at the Red Diamond, a sneak peek at the future from your sinister best pal. Now we get more news, data files, and everything, and everything is fine. Everything is fine. Definitely not going to end badly. I'm sorry. It's not the right time for a seat on the council. But we all agree your ideas have real merit. We wish to work in partnership. Your desire to take more of a role in Kikora is something we wish to encourage to facilitate and Selena, you're quiet. Are you taking this particularly well or particularly for poorly? Feelings? As if they matter. This is all quite simple. You made a decision. And now you have to live with the consequences. We gotta cut you up in this sheet. So yeah. That's the game. She's resurrected the gate! So, sister, she was bluffing, right? She was! I mean, I thought she was! As the external creature blows up the island. Mein Gott! This is what comes from jumping to a snap decision! We should have taken our time so we could defuse this! You changed your vote to the whim? For a man who brags such as much about being a genius, you are an absolute fool! I mean, did you know this was gonna happen? Why didn't you say anything? Mystique's boy is correct. You are a fool, Nathaniel. I don't know anything. After all these years, you never learn how my powers actually work. I don't see the future. There is no the future. There is no destiny. Crap, crappity crab. It's already got to arrive! Take a surface scan of relevant details more i ready and upload data to clone. Boom to something I should have escalated. There's something else I don't know. I know it now. So I can try, try again. And he goes ahead has a gun ready to fire. Uh, something before, no, one day. That's not enough. The genetic breakdown is significant now. It's possible the clone is exhausted and this won't work. Selena's attack is a mighty diversion, mighty diversion. I need more data. At least I need to learn what the point of divergence is. It could be just chaos theory, or perhaps not. Magic always throws a spinner into things that work for us rationalists. All sorcerers are desperately annoying. Plus, all the scented candles are just unbearable. If magic has gotten in the way of my plan, I'm going to be furious. Oh, my plan! There's a lot of chat about new circuits, which I agree are terribly exciting. I have worked on the idea of Chimera, a living circuit. They'll be fun. It's the hot new thing. But I have other older methods, simpler methods. Methods no one else really know Does. Because they lack my singular perspective. You don't need to combine mutant powers to achieve wonders. You can do a lot with just a single mutant power if you treat it as a resource. Not get hung up on the fact that it belongs to one person. You take a mutant gift, isolate, and work out what could and what couldn't work. For example, this gun that fires cloned eyeballs of Scott Summers. That's easy stuff. I mainly did it because it made me giggle. Fundamentally, all mutants are useful tools. Not one person. No one is a person. Everyone's just a resource to be exploited. I would like to know where you got that gun, and I'm wondering if you'll use it. Upload data streams of the battle. There may be useful clues in there. I was a pure determinist once. I read if you knew everything you could predict everything. I of to that profound that incinerated me, there is truly not the unprecedented was most annoying. I retrieved to the imperialism so I'm do an experiment and repeat, listening with each each time. Classical science. The problem there is that we have but one earth. You cannot threaten life as an experiment, and one cannot repeat it. Or so I thought. Imagine someone whose consciousness moved back in time to when they were born in that timeline when they did so. Now consider this. Take this individual, clone, them, activate their X-gene. As time progresses, upload whatever you want into the clone's brain. When you grow bored of the timeline, kill the clone. And then your earlier cell can download whatever the future cell had uploaded into the clone at the later point. Clever, yes. The problem with Moira Metagrit? She was a terrible scientist believing that a data set as small as 10 was sufficient to draw any meaningful conclusions. Revealing a host of Nordic Metagric clones. Because you know that's definitely not going to end badly. So yeah, turns out that now the Quiet Council is once again whole with Hope Summers, and yeah, this is probably going to end badly for everybody. We cut through all the data facts about the first laws of mutants, sovereignty unrecognized, the Kakor landscape, everything. The Orca's Protocols and all the threats that come from that. And we end the issue once and for all with the title, Reap What You Sow. Issue 2 of Immortal X-Men, coming next month. With the timeline of issues coming out for the next subsequent weeks to month. And that ends the issue, so here's the best way to describe this thought. Process, artwork's great. The writing's great, though it's very wordy since Mister Sinister is the talking guy here. So you know it was going to be like that. And you have to also account that there might be a there might be some points in this thing that might be skewed because it's from Mister Sinister's perspective and his wacky, insane, and nonsense. Like, oh god, it's so insane. At least it's the whole... at least the whole, um... Kaiju nonsense we got from Trial of Magneto makes more sense here, because Selina's is having a massive outrage of temper tantrums. So... Take it that what you will. The artwork's pretty damn good by Lucas Rennick, and it's way better used here than it was used in Trial of Magneto when they kept switching artists around. And the coloring also helped it. I think the reason the coloring in Trial Magneto was a different colorist and it looked more flashy, whereas this one strikes the balance between colorful and yet dulling as a way to show that the great shine that was going on in in Krakow was starting to dim, which is what I kept thinking was what Hickman was going for in, in Inferno, where he had this artwork that had the color costly degrade, like it was intentional to showcase that Krakowa's golden era is coming to an end and this is now going to become more of a dark age for them as they try to consolidate their power and everything. If that was the case I'll grant them I'll I'll give them credit for that that was the intention Hickman had in mind. We don't know yet. (laughs) But we'll have to see next month when the next issue comes out where Selina is currently raising hell with a giant external creature. A kaiju. (laughs) only in comics everybody but that was Neo Reality Collective Reviews of Immortal X-Men number 1 feel free to check out my other content on YouTube and see this upload on YouTube eventually have a good day everybody stay tuned for this last ad and outro and I'll see y'all next time take care and have a good day
0: be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment NRE The Wrestleverse and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.